Gone Too Young, Jimmy Hayes, former Boston College and NHL star, has passed away at the age of 31. We'll talk about his career today on Locked On Boston College. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. You know, sometimes we have shows that are a lot of fun. You get me going and talking about Boston College football or recruiting. And we, you know, we've done almost 200 shows and there hasn't been one that's going to have the mood that I think today is because uh, this is going to be a tough one to get through. Uh, Boston College, former Boston College ice hockey player Jimmy Hayes passed away on Monday unexpectedly at the age of 31. Uh, now, Jimmy Hayes, you know, he's from the Hayes family that grew up in Dorchester. He won a national title with Boston College in 2010, and he's gone. They don't know what happened. You know, he was out with his family yesterday, it looked like. He has a, a wife and two kids. He has a brand new baby at home uh, who's about three months old. And uh, they were just out last night celebrating their two-year-old's birthday. And um, just to find him passed away this morning, it's just, it's devastating. It's hard news to talk about, um, but we're going to get through it. We're going to talk about it today. So Ke- uh, Jimmy Hayes, he's the older brother of Kevin Hayes, who is also a NHL player. You know, obviously, you, you guys are all aware of who he is. He plays for the Philadelphia Flyers. He taught, you know, he played um, with various other teams. Jimmy Hayes, you know, also had a career in the NHL. Maybe he wasn't as big as Kevin's, but you know he did a ton in just a short amount of time in the, in in hockey. He was drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs in the 2008 uh, NHL draft, but he never played for them. He uh, he played for BC uh, for years from in uh, 2009 and 2010. He won the Frozen Four. Uh, they won the championship. He also played for the World Juniors in the 2007 under 18 team. Uh, you know he's had he had a huge career. He was a big kid. You know when he played at BC, I think he was six five, two forty. He was one of those um, big physical forwards that uh, Boston College really never had much of. It was a good change of pace from the Nathan Gerbys and the um, Johnny Gaudreaux, right? And he had a big, uh, you know, he was he was excellent for Boston College. He was so big. He had a big game-winning goal against, I think it was Yale. And um, during his time at Boston College, he, he left his mark. He was so, um, he was such a BC guy. You know, you get a kid from your backyard, from Dorchester, you get his brother, you get all of the, the Hayes family to come to Boston College. And it means something. It's it's different than having a guy like Johnny Gaudreau who comes in from Canada or, you know, some of the other players that come from all over the country. You know, Jimmy Hayes, he was a Boston boy and he always was. And, you know, he comes to Boston College. He wins a national championship. He gets drafted. Then, you know, he heads off and he, he becomes a, a solid NHL player. You know, he had um, 54 goals and 109 points in his career for the Blackhawks, Panthers, New Jersey Devils, and the Bruins. Uh, In his last um, couple years with the Bruins, he scored 15 goals and 33 points in 133 games. Now, um, he hasn't been playing over the last couple of years. I think 2019 was his last year. He had a podcast that he was part of that he was doing uh, around the time of his passing. And, um, you know, 
This is just one of those moments that, you know, being a sports fan, you, you get to know these players. You get to see them perform on ice and, and bring so much glory to a program that you means so much to you, like Boston College or even the Bruins. And then to lose them so young, it's so hard. You know... As a Boston College fan, we've had times like this before. You know, obviously there is Jay McGillis, who, you know, the, the spring game is named after. He passed away after a battle with cancer. Uh, most recently, you saw Mark Hersley go through his his troubles, but he came through. But you, you watch the you know players suffer or, or pass. It's hard. And then, of course, there's also Ron Brace. Ron Brace passed away at a very young age as well. Um, after a short NFL career, you know, he played at Boston College as well, and then he passed away. Now we have Jimmy Hayes, who meant so much to the f- hockey program. Jerry York talked to the, the Herald today. He said, the news hit me like a thunderbolt this morning, Jerry York said. One of my all-time favorite Eagles, just the way he conducted himself and the way he practiced. He was Boston through and through from Dorchester and from a wonderful family. I've gotten to know him- them very well over the years. I just can't wrap my head around the fact that he won't be waking up tomorrow. It was a life just started with two young de- it's just devastating. That was that was York's comments. You know, I could talk about hockey for him and you know, we talked about what he's done, but when I in the, at the end of the day, I feel so bad for his family, for Kevin, for his wife and his kids to lose a fa- like to lose their father th- at this age, it just hits hard. It it it's not a pleasant thing. It's it is just it, it. It's one of those moments where you 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 know, as a dad myself, like I just I can't imagine what that family is going through. And my thoughts and prayers. I know that sometimes people think of that as hollow. I all I can do is is think and pray for their family because this is such tough news. Um, and that's where we're gonna leave it. I'm not gonna talk about the the death the entire episode. We're just gonna kind of talk about it right now, um, and then we'll get into some football talk because I think we 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 need to kind of move and, and, and try to. Um, lift their spirits a little bit, but my thoughts and um, prayers are to the Hayes family and rest in peace, Jimmy Hayes. All right, let's talk about sweat block. If you're like me, you know, sometimes you just, it's sweat is a big issue for you. You know, guys, there are a few things in life that are just aren't fun to talk about. And one of them is excessive sweating. You know, when you're sweating through your shirts for no reason, it's embarrassing, right? Some of you may know that I personally have dealt with this. When I speak in public, I can't help but sweat through my shirt. Now, listen, I know this isn't a big deal, and there are much worse problems in the world, but let's be honest, in this moment, it feels like a big deal. Nobody likes to pit out during an important speech interview or just being out in public. I'd rather not talk about it, worry about it, and that's why I use Sweatblock antiperspirant wipes. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before go- bedtime and go to bed. Next morning, you wake up, wash, and go about your day without sweating guaranteed. I know this will sound too good to be true, but I literally only have had to use sweat block once or twice a week and it keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out, no more picking my shirts based on which one hides the sweat better. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CBS. This is Locked On Boston College. We have to move on. We talked about Jimmy Hayes to, to start the show, but we, we can also talk about football. Now, on on Monday, it was media day at Boston College. Unfortunately, because of a family commitment, I could not make it to media day. However, I got my credentials approved for the Colgate game, so you will see all, you will get in-depth information at the game from me. I will be there for that game, and I will hopefully get to a bunch this year, so uh, keep your eyes open for that. Now, we're talking about 
uh, predictions right now. Let's go over to some predictions about the ACC. And I got a few ACC related predictions I am going to make for this upcoming season. And this is not, these are some Boston College ones. These are some that are just about the conference themselves. And I'll tell you why I predict what I predict. So here's one prediction for AJ Black. I am going to predict that the biggest improvement that you're going to see this year is going to be the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. I think they're going to be a good team this year. I like Jeff Sims. I like where Jeff Collins is going with this program. I think Jameer Gibbs is probably the best running back in the entire conference. You get him going, you get him going quickly. I think that offense could be dangerous. Are they good enough to beat Boston College? They could be. I wouldn't be surprised if they shock a team like BC. But I think they're a team that's heading in the right direction. And I know Jeff Collins has been kind of a coach that some people aren't the biggest fan of, but I think he's got that program heading in the right direction. I'm interested to see where they go. Now, for uh, Clemson, I have a prediction as well. I want to predict that the opening game against Georgia, here's my prediction for that game. I think that Georgia's going to win. I do. And I I know it's bad for the ACC that they're going to start off with a big loss to, to Georgia, but... I think uh, DJ Uagalale is going to need a little bit of time to get seasoned, and Georgia's too deep. I know Georgia is missing Eric Gilbert, their star wide receiver slash tight end. They're missing a few defenders on uh, um, on defense. I know they have that transfer from West Virginia. He's out. However, I think JT Daniels is going to be a, a, a standout star. I like him a lot. Uh, Zaire, um, their running back is very good. I think they're going to beat Clemson. I'm sorry. And I think Clemson's going to lose another game. We, we talked about this on the bet online um, you know, over-unders last week. I still think they're going to lose another game. So I'm not sold on Clemson winning that game. So that's another prediction for me. My other prediction are coaches that will not make it until 2022. These are coaches that are going to be gone after this year. And I have three. And I'll explain two of them are going to get fired and one of them is just going to leave. Here's the coaches that are going to be gone. I think Dino Babers is toast. And it's so interesting to talk about him at Syracuse because he started off as kind of a wonderkin, kind of almost like what you talk about with Jeff Halfley. You know, he had that revolutionary offensive mind where they were just, you know, blistering fast. He came here from um, a Mac school and they just, you know, he had, you know, that offense clicking to the point where they were going to big time bowls. And I think they won 10 games uh, one year. Now they have completely fallen off a cliff. Syracuse is no longer a team that really threatens at all in the uh, Atlantic, and I don't see them doing it much this year either. That'll be three straight years with like three or four wins, and I don't see him surviving this year. I think the experiment with that offense has been a colossal failure. It only worked because they had Eric Dungy, who I think is a very underrated college quarterback. I really thought he was good, um, and he fits so well in that system. They don't have anyone, and I don't think Garrett Schrader or uh, Tommy DeVito is going to be the answer this year. So I say that um, Dino Babers is gone. He'll be one. The second one that's going to be gone, if you've listened to Locked on ACC with Candace Cooper and me, is uh, Justin Fuente. I have been saying this ever since I've been on that show, that he's gone after this year. I don't think he has control of the locker room very well. I think he's a subpar in-game tactician. I just don't think he's the right coach for Virginia Tech. And I think this is going to be the last year. You, you, you know, When you look at how badly Fuente botched some games last year for, B, uh, for Virginia Tech, specifically that Liberty game where he tried to ice a kicker kicking a 59-yard field goal, which ended up biting the team in the butt. 
I think he's going to continue to make these blustering mistakes and he will be gone. So he will be number two. The third one I think is just going to retire, and that's David Cutcliffe at Duke. I don't see Duke doing much this year either. I think they're going to be kind of in the in the basement like Syracuse. But, you know, Duke kind of has a system, you know, where they're just kind of like, oh, football's football. And, you know, David Cutcliffe, he's our legend. We're not going to fire him. So I think Cutcliffe might just say, you know what, I've had enough, and I'm just going to leave, and they're going to move on. Uh, so I think those three will go. You know, there's other coaches that could be on the hot seat. You could say things like Mike Norvell, but I think Florida State will be okay. I think as well, um, you know, Pat Narduzzi at Pitt, but I think Pitt will be okay this year. So those three, I think, will be the three that will go this year. And then let's talk about the winners of each uh, division. Now, many of you are dying to say Boston College is going to win the Atlantic. And if you've listened to my podcast and I've predicted all along, where I think things are going to go, I don't think Boston College is going to beat Clemson. I don't think Boston College is going to – they don't have enough. Like as, as much as I love Halfley and Dracovic and Zay Flowers and that offense, that defense is not stopping Clemson. And with if DJ Uagalele um, gets it going, they, they're, they're going to be in trouble. So I don't think they're going to beat Clemson. So Clemson's going to win the Atlantic. I think that's pretty much set in stone. If you bet against them, good, good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Good luck. I don't think they're going to lose that. And then in the uh, the Coastal Conference, it's tough because you have basically two teams. You have Miami and you have UNC. And it's basically who you believe. Like UNC last year went 8-4 and four and they clobbered Miami. But that was around the time, I think, when Derek King was hurt. But the Miami, you know, they, they've, they're starting to get their swagger back. Could they knock off UNC? And can UNC get over that hump? You know, they lost a lot of talent on offense. Are they going to be able to retool? I think it's going to be UNC. That's my pick. I'm going to go with the safe pick there um, and go with Clemson versus UNC in the, in the championship. And I think Clemson will win and go to the playoffs again. Um, they'll be like the four seed because if they're with two losses, they're not going to automatically get in. But I think they'll, they'll squeeze, squeeze in. So those are my predictions, some just random conference predictions. So you get coaches fired, who's going to win the conference, um, biggest surprise, you get all of that here. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about the Boston College defensive line. As we've got some updates, I think, that are interesting to talk about. And it's not just about Jabuzi and Wuka, so you're going to want to hear about that. But before we do that, let's talk about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business that has been serving customers for 20 years head on over to rock auto and you could save 50 70 or even 100 percent off all those other stores they have everything all you need to do is head on over check out their easy to use catalog enter your make and model and boom they'll tell you what they have whether it's brake parts tail lamps or even new carpets head on over to rock auto right now and enter right locked on on their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com The Locked On Boston College podcast is supported in part by the Charlestown Law Group. You need to know about the Charlestown Law Group. If you or someone you know have recently received a traffic violation, speeding, or other moving violation that you would like to contest, then you need to call the Charlestown Law Group. Attorney Jason Campbell and his team can and will help you fight the ticket. Did you know that my a moving violation can stay on your insurance record for five to six years? One conviction can cost you thousands. If you want to win, you generally need an attorney. Why not hire a professional litigator 
with a track record of success. Jason Campbell at the Charlestown Law Group will fight for you. He's a proud Boston College grad, and Attorney Campbell is an experienced litigator that will be able to tell you if you have merit before you go to court, saving you both time and money. The Charlestown Law Group will fight tickets anywhere in Massachusetts, and they offer discounted rates for Boston College students and alumni. The Charlestown Law Group specializes in traffic violations and they will fight for you. Call them immediately at 617-872-8652. Again, at 617-872-8652 for a free consultation or visit the charlestownlawgroup.com. Again, that's charlestownlawgroup.com. Go Eagles! Now let's chat a little bit about betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL contest survivor. Open now at BetOnline. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, and boxing right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code Locked On. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. We're going to wrap up our conversation today talking about the defensive line. And as many of you have brought up, it is easily probably the questionable, most questionable uh, unit on the on the team because there's just so many variables right now with the defensive ends and the defensive tackles that just make you you know pause about the the ability that they're going to have to be effective on defense. So first of all, you know last year the the defensive line struggled against mobile quarterbacks. We saw a lot of that, um, but. What I'm what what worries me this year, obviously, is the first thing is Jabuzian Wuka's injury is a big one. But when Jeff Halfley comes out and says that four of the five starting defensive end uh, tackles are out right now from practice, and that they're kind of uh, hodgepodging and moving offensive lines in at defensive tackle, that that is worrisome. That worries me because, uh, you know, you have depth at defensive end, but at defensive tackle, if you're weak up the middle, that really can impact how the defense works. If BC can't make stops on, you know, third and one or, or third and short with, you know, runs up the middle, that's going to really be an Achilles heel for this team. That's going to be a major issue. Now, if you look at the practice reports, Cam Horsley's playing, Chris Banks are playing. So you have at least Two healthy bodies right now, unless one of them is banged up and I just can't get that from the practice reports. But I think those two guys will be okay. I just worry because football is a violent sport that if one of those guys goes down, what happens next? What happens at defensive tackle? And is it going to be Dwayne Alec? Is it going to be one of the freshmen? I, You know, they mentioned injuries, but they won't give you the details on who that is. So I'm not sure who is out. Now, when we go to the game on uh, against Colgate, you'll be able to tell based off of who's not in, you know, in pads. But you know, when you're looking at it now, you you got to kind of guess. So hopefully, the defensive tackle position can hold on just for a couple more days, and you know, and get some of those reinforcements back. And hopefully, the injuries, you know, they're not going to be very specific when they give you, you know, at in, at um, 
press conference is not going to tell you exactly what's going on. Hopefully the injuries are just, they're banged up. And that's what it sounded like with, with what Halfley said. So hopefully they'll be back soon. So that's one issue. Your, your, your middle of your defense is, is weak right now. And that could be a major problem, but they have time to, to fix that because, you know, you have a three week cushion to start the season before things really start kicking off. So hopefully they'll get those guys back. Now, the other, the other question mark has for me is, the defensive end position and who is going to be, I, I imagine Mar- Marcus Valdez is going to start and he should, because he's probably the most fat, de- talented and refined defensive end that they have. And I know that Halfley talks highly of Brandon Barlow, but is he truly in every down defensive end or a one that's going to get the most snaps, I should say. And I'm not sure he ha- is, you know, he's not been a guy in the years past that has, he's more of a situational defensive end and he does well at that. But is he a guy that can do that? I'm not sure. And then you look at Shatah Salah, who has, you know, he's 6'4", he's big. And, you know, all the, all the uh, comments so far is that he's improved in his, you know, his quickness and things like that. I'd love to see it, but we haven't seen it yet. So we have to see that. Or are they going to go with one of these freshmen? You know, Ty Clemens from Alabama, he's got been a name that has popped up all over the place. Donovan Azaraku, another one that's popped up. And Nito Ekpala, all three of these freshmen um, were specifically recruited by Jeff Halfley. They're Jeff Halfley guys. Are they going to be ready to go week one? And could they steal spots? But at, right now, that that second defensive end position for me is a big question mark. And it, there's, I think, it, unlike the defensive tackle, I think there's a higher ceiling for the defensive end. I think there's potential there. I mean, if you just get one of these freshmen to kick off or or Salah, if he's, he's good enough, you're fine. But until we see it, we can't say that it's there. So, you know, you look at this defensive line and it, and it does cause some 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 worry. And, and it's not to say the talent isn't there. It's, again, you want to see it on the field. You need to see what they're able to do. And when you read reports that, you know, the offense is ticking, they're, they're getting a ton of big plays, part of you have to worry like, oh man, is that, are they getting too much time because that defensive line isn't there yet? Or is it because they're so talented? We don't know that. So, um, you know, even if the media can go there, they can only go to 20 minutes of practice at this point. So it's not like you're going to get a huge, uh, you know, sample size for something like that. So on tomorrow's show, we'll talk more about the upcoming season. We're going to get into some BC predictions. We'll, we have everything planned out. Uh, you're going to want to check that out. And if you like it, our podcast, check us out on YouTube. You know, we have over 80 subscribers now. Really excited about that. Um, And it's a great way to get your podcast in a different format. So check that out. This is Locked On Boston College. I am AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC or on Facebook at Boston College SI. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you again soon.